It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figure it out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. You are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Locked on Vikings, Locked on Podcast Network. It's another OTA reaction show. Sam Ekstrom with you on Twitter, at Sam Ekstrom. You can check that out for all of the updates that I provided today, many of which I will provide right here on Locked on Vikings. A gorgeous, pristine day in Eden Prairie. 80 degrees, cloudless skies. I'm going to get made fun of for making this next statement But it was as lively an OTA practice as I've ever seen. Platitudes and compliments are definitely dime a dozen this time of year. There's always a lot of optimism. A lot of, yeah, these guys look good. Yeah, these guys are in shape and crisp. And and this might kind of fall into that. I don't know, maybe I'm falling into the trap. But the enthusiasm and the vigor and the generally good-natured trash talk that went on between the offense and the defense today and the playmaking on both sides, it was actually a fun practice to behold. I think you might get in your mind that these are always rollicking and up-tempo ordeals, and they're often not. Many times you, you get through a practice and you're just grasping at straws, wondering, what can I take from this? Nothing happened. Well, Today, it was one of those rare practices where stuff happened and people talked and there was personality shown on the field. And perhaps a lot of that because the fearless leader of the Minnesota Vikings, Mike Zimmer, back in the mix, had a doctor's appointment on Sunday. He jested that the doctor told him he couldn't meet with the media anymore. Out of the goodness of his heart, he showed up and talked to us today. Sounds like things are still in order. The reports are optimistic. The oil bubble holding his retina in place is still attached and dissolving. So Zimmer can look up, down, side to side and see pretty well, but he can't see straight ahead through the bubble. He described it like looking through a glass of water. Kind of murky. So he was a little bit subdued today. He still has to remain moderate in his activities can't go full bore, can't get too stressed, doesn't want to dislodge that bubble, can't fly yet, but he said he's hopeful. And I don't think he's yet to a point where he can safely say he's out of the woods, but he's getting there. And if he's being truthful, he says that this is the best he's felt about the situation since it began on Halloween or late October of last year. So how about what happened on the field? Teddy Bridgewater did as much work today as Sam Bradford, if not more. Bradford, after warming up, was held out of the live reps and uh, full speed practice with muscle tightness. 
Don't know where the muscle was located, but muscle tightness. The diagnosis from Dr. Mike Zimmer. Teddy Bridgewater warmed up, chucked some deep balls, and you can find video of that at zonecoverage.com. But he did not participate in the, the legit practice either. It was Taylor Heineke getting the first team reps. And Taylor Heineke made some plays. Hit Moritz Boringer on a deep route. Probably the best play that Mobo has made in his Vikings career. Heineke also had a sweet fade in the end zone to Adam Thielen, who Xavier Rhodes referred to today as a technician. Thielen went up and made a great catch as Heineke was facing a heavy blitz. It was a good connection. I love the way Heineke moves. Super mobile, manipulates the pocket well. Strong arm for his size. Case Keenum, on the other hand, got second team reps and... Most notably, he threw an interception today to Anthony Harris. Harris was getting first-team reps. Not sure if anything's ailing Harrison Smith, but he was off to the side today holding a helmet, which is usually a sign that whatever is ailing you isn't too serious, but he was in uniform with a helmet but not participating in practice. So that gave Anthony Harris claim to the first-team spot alongside Andrew Sendejo, and he had a pick today. Edmund Robinson got first-team reps at weak side linebacker. He's probably one of three, four, or five guys that will get first-team reps at some point. Emmanuel Lemur was back practicing. He had missed the previous two weeks of OTAs. Lemur is a guy who could be in the mix. I'm, I'm of the opinion that he could also be on the chopping block. I'd expect to see a little bit of Ben Gideon. Maybe Kentrell Brothers as well, getting some time on the inside. But today it was Edmund Robinson, and Zimmer said that he got off to a slow start in this offseason, but he's been coming around lately. Zimmer, though, keeping his options open, he said that he wouldn't mind if one of the young guys stepped up and took the job. Nobody's going to be discriminated against because they are young in this linebacker battle. Lemur is definitely the eldest of the bunch, but behind Lemur... The oldest guy is a third-year player. You've got Robinson in his third year. You've got Brothers in his second, and then you've got a bunch of rookies. And I don't think anyone has enough equity to safely say they are a clear-cut frontrunner. Final note on depth charts. Offensive line looks like Nick Easton is at least the number one guy for now. Based on what we've seen through three OTAs, it's been mostly Easton as the number one center. All three weeks, I've seen Easton primarily taking the first team snaps, putting Elf line with the second team. So the rookie starts on the second team. That's not a complete surprise. The Vikings usually like to have the veterans begin as the first team, and then if the rookie or the young player wins his way up, the team's okay with that. Elfline worked with the second team, which continues to shift around. Today, from left to right, it was Rashad Hill, Zach Karen, Pat Elfline, TJ Clemmings, and Willie Beavers, who last week was at left, and this week now goes to the right side with Rashad Hill going from right to left. So they're mixing and matching the guards and the tackles, while that first team offensive line has generally been set throughout the entirety of OTAs. Did I mention, though, that It was a snippy practice, a lot of yapping, a lot of ribbing, and a lot of it originated from Terrence Newman and Everson Griffin, two of the veterans on that defense, 
maybe something went down on Monday where Mike Zimmer said, hey, we got to pick up the intensity. And they definitely did today. From the very start, from the time they were warming up, he had Everson Griffin yelling at people, swearing at people, trying to get everybody into a lather. And that carried through the entire practice. Like I said, it was a ton of fun to watch. And it's fun to see Terrence Newman getting involved vocally in these things because he's 38 he's turning 39 soon and at this stage of his career you wouldn't blame Newman if he was just cruise controlling his way through an OTA practice but no he was getting after it taking some some ribbing from Teddy from Stefan Diggs it was definitely a team that had a little bit of swagger today and the defense is where everything starts and stops with the Vikings. That's where you've got the respected veterans. That's where you've got the equity on the team. The defense is going to be the leader. And they definitely were today. And I think they actually brought the best out of the offense. I really do. On a day where you didn't have your starting quarterback, the offense looked the part. And I can't wait until we get to see what these running backs can really do. It is so hard to judge running backs when they're not allowed to be tackled when they're free and clear to just jog through traffic. I honestly can't say that I'm seeing much from Dalvin Cook just because there's so few opportunities for him to really show what he can do. Adam Thielen was active again today on offense after being out during last week's OTA open to the media. I did mention he made that great catch in the end zone. Laquan Treadwell back with the starters. He made a great catch over the middle. Stefan Diggs had a pretty quiet day. Of note, Stacy Coley still injured. He and RJ Shelton were sitting out today in the receiving group. Coley has now missed two weeks in a row, and when Rodney Adams, the fifth-round pick, is out there playing, and Coley, the seventh-round rookie, is not, advantage Adams at this early stage. I always thought Adams was probably the front-runner between those two going in, and now i got to think that Adams is only increasing that lead just based on his health. It's got to be tough for Coley to be sitting out. All this and more can be found at zonecoverage.com in my write-up. We've also got the Teddy Bridgewater video. Tomorrow, Sage Rosenfels will rejoin the show. We'll talk OTAs with him, continue our division previews, and whatever else comes up on the docket with Mr. Rosenfels. I'm Sam Ekstrom, host of the show, at Sam Ekstrom on Twitter. If you want to advertise with us on Lockdown Vikings, we have a growing receptive audience that I think would be fired up about your product. LockedOnVikings at gmail.com a great place to reach out and get connected. If you would like to partner with this show that is almost a year old now with an established audience. From Eden Prairie, Sam Ekstrom signing off. Back with you in the morning. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. Hey, Locked On Minnesota listeners, this is Tony Abbott here to tell you about the brand new Locked On Wild podcast, where my co-host Joe Bully and I break down the Minnesota Wild every single day. How can you listen? 
Just search for Lockdown Wild in your favorite podcast app and subscribe to bring Lockdown Wild to your device every day.